Last week in episode 38, I talked about whether or not the hobby is sexy. This week, I'm talking about having sex with inanimate objects such as miniatures. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not at all, actually. I'm talking about scratch building. Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models and crank the music because it's time for... The Imperial Orc Podcast. Welcome to episode 39. Um, my name is Eero. Uh, this is my podcast called Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. And that's right, I'm talking about... Scratch building. Scratch building is building something from scratch, but the term has really come about for scale modelers, uh, diorama builders, and miniature world makers such as us. Scratch building generally is uh, building a model uh, with raw materials. It's not uh, using a kit. It's not kit bashing. It's getting bits and pieces that are laying around your house or from the hardware shop or from the stationery shop, the office works type place or um, bits of garbage you might see on the side of the road. Who knows? Where you, who knows where you might be where you see something and go, oh, this could really work for a, uh, a factory I want to build. For instance, in a previous job I had, um, I was working in the warehouse one particular day and saw a bunch of old like PVC piping, um, probably about oh, 20 millimeter in diameter, and it, it looked perfect for a sewage line or, or you know some sort of um, waste pipe that could come out of a side of a building or something like that. So I asked the boss, um, or did I? and <laughs> took those uh, offcuts of PVC piping home. And uh, I think I've actually still got sections of them. I did use a little bit for, um, for a base of one of my models, but I think I've still got a few lengths of the old PVC piping. At a guess, I'd say the, the activity of scratch building has been around for a very, very long time. I'm guessing like maybe kids in the medieval times sort of, you know, uh, tied two sticks together and it became a sword or uh, build a castle out of pebbles or something like that, you know. So so it's a very old thing and I think modelers adopted the whole thing because, uh, yes, it's a lot of fun to buy a model kit and follow the instructions and glue it all together and then paint it and stick your decals on and all that kind of stuff. But if you're, if you really want to push yourself, if you want to challenge, then why not try to make that model? Whether it's a a B twenty nine bomber plane or a uh, I don't know some sort of uh, battleship or something, why not sort of use your own imagination? search high and wide and far and low <laughs> uh, for those crazy little bits that just might make sense in your model and have a crack. I think it takes quite the imagination and quite the um, quite a lot of courage <laughs> to go out on your own and basically make something from nothing, from absolutely nothing, from, from bits and pieces. I, I obviously I'd say most people would work to some sort of plan or maybe there's even a, a, a previous blueprint that someone else has done and they go, oh, I use these things and you can follow that sort of thing as well. But if you're, if you're cutting your own path, if you're going, no, I want to build the Eiffel Tower, um, but I'm only going to use lollipop sticks and do it as accurately as I can, that, wow, that takes a certain type of person. I love the ingenuity behind it 
the the fact that someone can either try to replicate something they've seen in a magazine or online, like a building, um, a church, whatever, or a tank or a vehicle, you know, and go, yeah, I, I can see these elements, these bits and pieces. I can see it in my mind's eye, and I know that I could use um, the end of a pencil <laughs> to replicate this this certain element. I know that I could use um, the the plastic packaging around a toy to use as windows for this building. I think that is so so clever that people can do that and turn basically junk. More often than not, it's junky bits. They turn that into something just incredible. Now you might be wondering, why would someone bother scratch building if you can buy the kit? If you can buy the castle, and it's a 3D printed castle, all you need to do is paint it, um, why would you bother scratch building? Well you see, Hero, if you're anything like me, there's no choice in the matter, is there? You wanna build a car, or a tank, or a big, bloody weapon you just gotta find the bits to do it and then go charging into battle <laughs> thank you scabro and you know what he's right guys because i think sometimes it does come down to the fact that maybe the funds aren't there you can't afford to go and get the 3d printed thing you can't afford to uh you know look at the games workshop range of um terrain and go oh yeah i'll buy that 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 and that and then i'll uh, remortgage the house um <laughs> so you put your thinking cap on and you go well all right um i can use these bits of cardboard as uh, corrugated iron. I can use these straws from McDonald's as downpipes from a house. I can cut those straws in half and use those as gutters. I can, you know, the list goes on. And I think, I think that's a, if you haven't got the funds behind you, then what a great motivation to go, well, I'll think outside the square and do my own thing anyway. And there's something really cool about that, I reckon. Another reason you might go down the scratch build path is because you might not be happy with what's on offer out there. You might have looked at all the companies doing 3D printed terrain or um, tanks and buildings or whatever and sort of go, yeah, nah, this particular project I've got in mind, I'm doing some kind of weird science fiction thing and the buildings out there just aren't cutting it for me. So I need to build my own little city out of Heinz baked bean cans or in a similar vein, there just isn't the thing you need. There just isn't that piece that you need to finish your project. It could be, I don't know, like a demolished bridge. And you go, well, I could actually make my own demolished bridge out of icy pole sticks and, uh, and matchsticks and some twigs from the garden and, you know, make my own little briquettes or something. I actually think scratch building is super clever and really, really cool and lots of fun. Like really, it is. That's I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just a whole lot of fun. Personally, I haven't done a whole lot. Um, I have built some um, some some terrain bases, I suppose you'd call them, like um, like small game boards or even I guess diorama boards. So I've done that kind of thing, and that's good fun. I haven't really built um, in recent years anyway uh, any buildings really like big 
functioning buildings. Yes, you can do the ruins. Ruins are pretty straightforward, pretty easy. Uh, if you've got, you know, some sprues and some cork tile, you're, you're pretty set to go um, if you want to do a basic thing. But I guess what I'm talking about and what I admire most is that people that they're like architects, you know, they're architects slash builders, and they can design a building with architraves and windowsills and doors and different levels and stair spiral staircases, all that kind of stuff, and it's all done by scratch building. That, man, that is next level, isn't it? Like, if you think about it. And the amount of detail that goes into some of these pieces that I've seen online and things, just remarkable, absolutely remarkable. Like, I'm talking down, say a spiral staircase, you'll see the 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 bolts in the side of, like, the, the, the handrail or something. And, I mean, some of this stuff just blows your mind. I think really if you put your mind to it, you can you can accomplish anything. That goes with everything in life, I, I believe. When it comes to model building, really you're, you're limited only by your imagination. So if you want to build a blossom tree, for example, you can. There'd be a way to do it. There'd be, whether it's wire or whatever, paper confetti, there'll be a way to do it. And yes, you can cheat. <laughs> in this day and age especially, you can jump online, you can see what other people have done. Uh, <laughs> I say cheating, maybe uh, researching. But what about if you don't do any of that? If you don't go on YouTube and follow a tutorial on how to do things, you don't look up a particular blog or ask a friend or anything like that. You just sit down, put pen to paper and design something, design a building, design a caravan, who knows, whatever it is, and just start from scratch. That's something that's definitely on my bucket list, <laughs> designing something, you know, drawing up the plans, uh, writing my list of bits and bobs that I may need, going foraging, hunting for all these bits and pieces, and then building it and going, voila, there you go, I built this completely from scratch. It's a scratch build. It's the Imperial Rebel Org Podcast! Hi there, folks. This is Mike here from Starship Varenas. Check out my hobby work on Instagram and WordPress. Just search for at Starship Varenas. You are listening to the fantastic Imperial Rebel Org Podcast. You are listening to me, Eero, on my show, Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast. This is episode 39. Welcome. Hope you've enjoyed the show so far, guys. The hobby spotlight this week is on a chap you probably know. His name is Adam Savage. He's been around for quite some time. Um, you may know him from the show Mythbusters. He was one half. He was one of the co-hosts on the show. I've forgotten the other guy's name. He had a big moustache and a beret. He was cool. Um, but Adam Savage is just as cool. And he has his own channel. And look, basically, if you just type in Adam Savage into YouTube, you'll find him. Um, but specifically, look up Adam, like type in Adam Savage Scratch Builds. And yeah, there's some really cool stuff. He, he's built a mech walker. He's built a spaceship. He's done uh, quite a bit of stuff with scratch building. And he, talk about ingenuity. I mean, this man will turn a Nerf gun into like a real life kitten. 
<laughs> well, maybe not quite, but you know what I mean. He he is a genius, an absolute genius, and creative and artistic, and he just ticks all the boxes. So if you haven't gone and seen his videos already, like I say, just type in Adam Savage into YouTube, and there's so much there. There is actually so much there. I could binge watch for several days, I reckon. So yeah, go check out Adam Savage on YouTube. A big shout out to the Welly Boots Gaming Club um, in Wellington, New Zealand. Um, they sent me an email to say they've been binge listening to the show and thoroughly enjoying it. So thank you guys, very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'd love to come over to New Zealand one day and and join in the fun with the Welly Boots Gaming Club. Um, if you'd like to email me, you can imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. That address again imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. If you'd like to find my online presence, you can just by typing in imperialrebelorc. You'll find my Instagram and my WordPress blog. Speaking of blogs, I haven't been on my blog. I haven't actually posted on my blog, I should say, since lockdown. Now, that's been two, three weeks now since I've come out of lockdown here in Australia, uh, which don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful for. Great to be back at work. But I have been absolutely flat out with work. It's been crazy. It's been great, but it's been crazy. Um, today actually was the first time I've, I've picked up a paintbrush and, uh, I got a, a three or four hours, nearly four hours in, which was awesome, which was absolutely brilliant because this is the first weekend I've had off in, yeah, since, since coming back to work. Um, and again, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm very happy to be out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of the blog, I haven't been on there doing any posts and I've been trying to keep track of all my blogger buddies on there, but apologies if I haven't, if I've been a bit scarce, but honestly, guys, it's just simply been, um, hectic with work, but I'm hoping to over this weekend, um, do a bit of a post, but also catch up on all of your lovely posts as well. Cause I miss you guys. It's like, a you know, I don't know everybody, everybody else out there, if you're into blogs or not, but, um, for me, it's a very important part of the hobby. Um, it, we've created a bit of a family. Oh, isn't that sweet? And I honestly really do consider a lot of blogger, blogger buddies, um, friends, just friends, full stop. Um, so yeah, hoping to get back on there this weekend. Uh, yeah, what have I been up to? Well, like I said, uh, not a hell of a lot, but this weekend, so today, which is Saturday, I finally got into some painting with the Red October. Now, this is a, a huge model I built back in December 2019, so almost a year ago now. Um, and I've been hanging out to paint it. I undercoated it a few weeks back. It's been sitting in the shed in my little spray booth since then, collecting dust, which it was actually was. I did have to dust it down a little bit, um, dust off the spiders. <laughs> um, it was so good just to sit there. I, you know, I set the kids up around the table with uh, do some drawings and stuff like that. So we're all together still. We had a cup of tea, and uh, my daughter, one of my daughters, had made some muffins. So we we had we chowed down on them as well, and it was just great to sit down and be creative together. And it allowed me to put to pick up the paintbrush and uh, start putting some color onto this big, de red October landship. 
thing that I've got. And I've got to say, it's uh, it's coming along quite nicely. Yeah, there's still a fair bit of work to do, but I've done all the uh, the main colours, I suppose. It's just a lot more, a lot more detailing <laughs> to do. And rust and chipping and all that kind of stuff has, has got to be done as well. But yeah, thoroughly enjoying it, hoping to get a little bit more done over the weekend. I'm actually having a long weekend, which is kind of nice, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Um, yeah, but that's that's really it. I Yeah, I, like I said, I really haven't had much of a chance. And I don't know about you, but I start to get withdrawal symptoms. I really do. It's like a, it's like a drug. It's like, <laughs> but, a, but a nice healthy one. I get like, I start feeling a little bit irritable in myself because I feel like I need to, I need to be creative or I'm going to do something. Um, (laughs) So, so it's been really nice to have a few hours today and still spend time with the family and all that kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, enjoy some hobby time. That's it for episode 39. Uh, just a quick message, though. If you'd like to, um, you know, uh, give me a review, uh, preferably a nice one. <laughs> hopefully you like what I'm doing here. Um, give me a rating on iTunes, uh, hopefully a five-star or close to five stars, um, because it really does help. Now, it doesn't help me in a monetary sense or anything like that. I'm not in it to make money. Um, I'm just doing it for fun. But what, what I mean by help is that it actually actually um, boosts my podcast up so other people can find it easier. I don't exactly know how that works because I'm not technologically minded, but it's something to do with algorithms and ratings and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's like a popularity contest. Um, (laughs) Now, I don't necessarily want to be number one. Well, that would be nice, but uh, I'm just hoping to get out there to more people. The more people hear it, the more people that can enjoy it, and also the more people can get involved. And I love a bit of involvement. I love getting the interviews in and, and getting the feedback via the emails and stuff too. So... That's it, guys. Until episode, what, 40? Oh, my Lord, 40. Jesus, I never thought we'd get there. But uh, looking forward to it. I'll uh, be making it a very special one as well, guys. Cheers. You've been listening to The Imperial Rebel Podcast.